Join Jeanette as she educates owners how to continue empowering their puppies to ensure they become balanced and fulfilled dogs. Let's get started because I'm so excited about this mini series. These are three things that we talk to our clients about. We do virtual visits with our families when the puppies are about four weeks old and we show them the puppies and then we go into a PowerPoint presentation. And one of the things that I cover are these three things to do. So we wanted a video series to go along with that. And I just felt like not only will it help people with new puppies, for me or anywhere, but also established dog, rescue dogs, taking a dog in from somebody, whatever you want to call it, an older dog, or your dog is a teenager and you need to redefine the boundaries and limitations again and kind of get things back under control because they are really pushing your limits. So number one, our first part of our series is the power of hand feeding. Why did you act like you didn't know? What because it was? I wasn't. Because that's pretty far down on your little cheat sheet there. <laughs> it's the title: the power of hand feeding. The power of you have, well, you have you, to you believe it if hand, you're going to so. say it. Like you kept like oh, okay, do, try it again. Let's go okay. again. I'm ready. The now. power of hand feeding. There we go. The power of hand feeding. Why you should do it. What you can <clears throat> accomplish. Okay, I'm ready. Um, are you ready? You feel, you feel better? Yeah. Okay, loosening up. Here we go. All right. I wasn't ready to participate. So we talked about who can benefit from this. Puppies, established dogs, teenage dogs, new dogs coming in to your home. And these are reasons why I need help with my teenage crazy dogs. <laughs> Since Cheryl, that was a- I'll help you with your teenage dogs. If you oh. help me with my teenage kids, please. Can we trade, please? Because yeah. the dogs, <laughs> I can handle. The kids, I'm a little inept, or at least feeling that way. Uh, sure. You're doing a fantastic job. Oh, yeah. You're just saying that. All right. Five. I mean it. Five benefits of hand feeding. And as you, see, as you see how much this can benefit all types of dogs. Number one, build self-control and focus. It's exactly what we're saying. You're hand feeding your dog. The food comes from you to them. And we'll talk about a couple of different ways you can do it and mix things up a little bit. You don't ever want to do the same thing all the time. You want to always vary things, especially if you have a smarter breed. Let's just be real. Okay. Number two, build trust in shy or fearful dogs. So you can build trust, build a bond, especially if you're bringing in an older dog into your home. What? <laughs> I've got a 15-year-old and two ladies. Teen. Oh, teen, yeah. we got two of them. Two, yeah. Two 15-year-olds. Yes, we do. Ooh. Number three, build a strong bond, a true innate bond between you and your dog when you share. I mean, look at even humans, how important mealtime is for the dog community as well. Your pack, whatever you want to call it, mealtime is also incredibly important. So why not share in that time with them and take advantage of this true innate bond you can create with food, right? Right. Yeah. That's why you married me because I'm such a good cook. I know. Oh, it's my all God. all about the food. You guys should taste her cooking. And then let me know if it's any good because I have no idea. That's right. All right. <laughs> good thing it was not. Good thing that, that was, was not a, a on our prerequisite. No. Yeah, good thing. 
All right. Uh, number four, foundational work or bite inhibition. This is incredibly important for our little puppies with their little shark teeth that don't understand about where to bite, what to bite, when to bite. This can absolutely help with bite inhibition, which is so important when bringing a new puppy into your home. I think that's the number one complaint I hear from clients is mouthy, bitey, sharp teeth, piranhas, T-Rexes, whatever you want to call them. They are little, little monsters. Yes, they are. Okay. Are we back to talking about the teenage kids? Yes. I think a lot of this could apply. Number five, it also can help your fast eater. So if you have a fast eater, it can help. It will not help resource guarding. It can help establish a bond and maybe some mutual respect, but it's not going to stop resource guarding. So I just want to put that out there right now. Hand feeding will not stop resource guarding. It could help prevent it if you didn't have an issue to begin with. But if you already have a dog resource guarding, just by implementing hand feeding is not going to stop that behavior. I think it sounds great. Okay. <laughs> Do you have anything to add? Nope. You're done, aren't you? Yep. You're just ready to I did done? a good job with the hands. Time. You did. You did the hand good. feeding. The hand feeding. And your song. Jazz hands. Oh, yeah. And, and my and song. song. Right? Good. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, that was good. I was all over it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, here. Heather's chiming in. Is she? Sharp teeth. No, you have no idea about the sharp teeth, right? <laughs> I bet Heather she took knows home a puppy just a, a couple of weeks. She, what, two weeks? Has it been two weeks now? I think two she weeks. She probably had just about enough time to forget yeah. how bad it was before she got her new It's been like five her years. Her new baby. It's enough to forget. <laughs> Good uh, thing puppies are cute, just like children. Otherwise, we never have the second, right? Uh, or the third or the fourth. Or the third or the fourth. Okay, hand feeding can increase self-control focus. Like we talked about, that was number one, building self-control and focus. Because you're asking the dog to do something. You're asking them to display self-control and focus. Too often, meal time becomes a time of crazy, excited, jumping, barking, spinning. Does it sound like any of your dogs at home? And what we do then, they've trained us to hurry up and be faster. So they start all of their anxiousness and excitedness. We're like, oh my gosh, we just have to hurry up and feed them. The best thing to do is when they start displaying that, even as a young puppy, you stop what you're doing and wait for them to settle. Never reward the crazy. Never put the bowl down or hand feed when they're in that state of mind. So it can be as simple as just holding their dog food bowl and you just stand there and I'll wait. I'll just hold the dog food bowl and they're spinning around and having their little excited attack on the floor, barking sometimes, trying to be bossy. I'll just stand there and I'll wait in the minute. And they're trying really hard to figure out why you're not putting the bowl down. What is wrong with you? And I just wait. And the minute their butt hits the floor, they sit for that minute. I, like, I use the marker word, yes, and I quit giving them the bowl. It takes three days. We've had a video circulating. We've pushed out on social media too that shows we documented a puppy that took three days of just marking that calm behavior. And then by the third day, you go to get her food and she runs and sits because she knows I have to sit. And so it's the start of creating a dog that's very calm and focused. So hand feeding can help with that. All right. Number two, hand feeding helps shy or reserved dogs. That bond, that connection, that trust that you're building by providing the food to them. In a pack, you know, the alpha, they'll go out and hunt or get food and they'll bring back to the puppies or whatnot. So it's still very much a reciprocal dynamic of sharing food with your dog. 
Number three, hand feeding creates a strong bond with your dog. Absolutely building that bond. And it's a great time to do training as well. And we'll give you some ideas of things that you can use the hand feeding for. You want to turn off your, you have, you can turn off your phone. Why, why are you not on silent? This phone's like going off. It just dinged once. <laughs> it dinged once. Ding, ding, Actually, ding. I'm surprised that this person isn't watching. He's an avid watcher of our show. I know. I don't know. But he's not on right now. All right. Number four. This one's incredibly important, especially for those with your little puppies or you're bringing home a puppy and you're watching this a year later is bite inhibition, teaching puppies a soft mouth the way that they should treat a human. So this is a great jump start in bite inhibition. It is doing hand feeding. I mean, this is so exciting. All these benefits. I know. It's so, so exciting with something so simple as hand feeding. This is why it's the power mini series times three, three things all dog owners should do with their dogs. Hand feeding is number one. All right. Can I just, can I just, <laughs> and she's not even in here. She got the first one today. Oh, team Jenna. She's not. Not you. Where's my Sean? Sean's not nope. on. Sean's nope. no, always Sean. my Where's Tay? Hashtag. Where's Tay? Come on, Tay. Where's Farmer? Wait, where's I'm your sister? either. See, where's all the people that would give me my hashtag maps. Let me see if I missed one. I'm pretty sure I didn't, though. Delena. Delena. Oh, Come no, on. don't do it, Delena. Nope. Hey, tell Farmer to get on. You can't hashtag <laughs> Jeanette unless you get, get Farmer on to hashtag all Team right. Number five. Helps fast eaters. So if you have a dog that's devouring their food, vomiting, they act like they're starving, it can be really normal when you bring home a puppy from a large litter. It can be very normal, but they eat fast because they've been competing since day one and they're just in that state of mind. So sometimes hand feeding will really help them start to realize I'm not competing. (laughs) Slow down, (laughs) calm down. Uh, You got my cheaters. Yeah, but there we go. they had to be coached. There we go. Well, it's been a while. We all need reminders. There we go. See? Yeah. away. Yeah. Thank you, Gene, Valerie, and Donna, and all my other. You got a team. There we go. Who's that? Ooh. Team from team one now. Onyx haired girlfriend. <laughs> what? I can't read Black-haired it. Black haired girl. Oh. Here. Team Jeanette. That's right. Team Jeanette. Washing, washing dogs. There, do you feel better? You're kicking my butt. Oh, Heather wins though. What'd she do? Cheers. Absolutely. All right. I got. I got to clear this up now. Can I do it? Nope. Do I have to do each one? Yeah, I was trying to cheat. All right. Megan, thank you, Megan. No, stop. Stop. All right. Let's explain. How to hand feed, especially with bite inhibition. I don't even have kibble. Do we I guess need I kibble? Need any. No, Try we don't. Get kibble? No, it's probably fine. They'll know. Dog food. I can hand. pretend to okay. bite your hands. So, bite inhibition. You'll literally put dog food in your hand and hold it like this, and you'll offer your hand to your puppy. If they, Sounds fantastic. <laughs> if they come after you with teeth, you retract, and you can say no. Or just even moving away is the consequence of putting your teeth on you. And so then you'll offer again. And if they put their teeth on you, not the side or flat part of their teeth, if they're just kind of there's gently a, there's mouthing. There's a difference. There's a difference of trying to get at you. Right. right. Yeah. Then yeah, I, the no, no bite. 
And then I reward if they're licking and, and you can start to name it. You can say gentle or soft or yes. Nice. Um, and they'll, they'll lick or whatever. And then I slowly open my hand and they get the food. All very quiet, all very calm, all very slow. Here's my hand. What are you going to do with it? Right? We're not going to bite ma. Uh, otherwise, you're going to lose my hand. Bring it back. Oh, you bit me again. No. Okay. Dang, you're dumb. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Three times you bit me again. Now you're Not talking one of my doodles, me. clearly, right? Okay. And then they lick or they're gentle. Then again, you can name it if you want soft or gentle. It can be used later too when your dog approaches somebody or nice. your family comes nice. over, your little niece wants to feed the dog. You can remind the dog, use your word, you know, soft or nice or gentle. And they're like, yes, okay, we know, mom. And it's just a, another cue to remind your dog to be super soft mouth. And I do the whole thing very slow and gentle as well because I'm teaching them that's the way we approach each other with food. And when you are slow and gentle, then you get rewarded. And this will pay off, especially if you're training a therapy dog or you have children in your family or in your home that the dog approaches slowly and gently huge right yeah Something i like that so you're easy i like that your voice got a little quieter <laughs> your because words that, got a little longer as you talked about soft and because then i'm in my frame of mind to do the dog training you're very you know you gotta be like very no you're, you're right because the dogs will pick up on that they right? will right They'll pick so up on your energy like, you put your teeth on me you're going to lose it and it's all very calm and slow <sighs> and gentle that's what we want we don't want dogs biting our hands or our faces or our feet or anything, quite frankly. So that is how... Especially if you have a service dog. You definitely don't want a service dog that bites people's faces. No. Or hands or anywhere. Absolutely. That is how you can teach bite <laughs> inhibition with and feet. You know what I'm Oh, I'm, oh believe me. You were ignoring it. I was ignoring you were being, it. That's you were rising above. I always rise above. Okay. Now... There's a lot more than just teaching bite inhibition, right? We talked about bonding and fast eaters. And so even if they're very gentle mouth, you're not going to sit there. That's not going to be the game you play all the time. You can start using their kibble to train them for obedience or fun tricks, just asking something of them in return. Nothing in life is for free. And so even asking them is something as simple as watch me. If you're teaching them their name and they look at you, you ask them to sit down, stay, dance, whatever. If you're feeling... another beer. <laughs> you, know. you, you can. You can definitely... That, that kind of goes beyond the hand feeding. Oh, yeah. That, that goes to <laughs> service a, dog work again. That that's, a, that's a service dog. That's right, yeah. So you can do basic tricks or practical behaviors or fun, challenging tricks. So use that time to challenge your dog because then what you're also doing is draining some of that mental and physical energy and creating a happier puppy. And what we've seen too is when you're demanding focus and self-control and, and something as simple as mealtime, you're also going to see a reduction in barking chewing, digging, just behaviors where they're just not behaving because they just have too much time on their hands or on their paws. That's true. Either way. So it can be beneficial as well, asking them to work for their food. If you want to do an advanced hand feeding, you measure out their food for the entire day. This is when you have all day at home. Put their meal. There's your team map from Farmer. Leo. Put their meal My man. on the counter 
And throughout the day, ask simple things from them, whether you're calling, and this is great for a puppy, your older dog is going to be like, this is silly. So this is mainly for a puppy or a teenager that you need to drain some energy and work on some training and listening and you're creating that bond. I ask them to do something for the whole entire bowl throughout the day. It will just be random, like asking them to come. Please don't, they're stepping, please don't uh, always ask the dog. Better than texting me in the middle of the show. Yeah, thanks for texting in the middle of the show. Did you say pans? <laughs> did I? What? I did not, did I? I, I have no he idea. He can't watch it if he's going to be I have no idea. <laughs> what was I saying? Say I get all flustered. Something about pans. I did not say anything about pans. Oh, we got to go back to this apparently. Now it's my turn to fill up the screen. Where's your sister? She's probably driving up here. You feel so excited because you have two. <laughs> yeah, that's got, good for I me. got plenty. I, I've got a few more, I'm sure. Hashtag Team Gnats, <laughs> right? So go ahead and type that in. The, so if you do it a second time, right it still only counts as one. No, I, a lot of them haven't done. Amy, where's my hashtag Team Jeanette? Amy will give me No, one. she's still laughing at my service dog joke. I know. <laughs> Please do not. Wait. There's nothing funny about that. <laughs> Hands, <laughs> paws, pants. Oh, <laughs> He's clever. Okay. Uh, don't ever say he's clever. Okay. <laughs> I won't. Don't tell your dog to do All the right. same thing in a row because then you're just framing it as one thing. For example, you say, buddy, come here. Buddy comes. And then you always say, sit down, stay. Well, it doesn't take long for buddy to think when you call him and you say sit, he's just going to go down and stay immediately because now sit down, stay is one thing for them and they'll just do it. And so you want to keep challenging them. And when they start to, they'll tell you if you're doing it. And sometimes I don't even realize it. Thank you, Carolyn. I don't even realize <laughs> it that I keep telling them to do the same thing in the same order. But they jump the gun and they go into a down before I tell them. Mm, then I know I have to back up a little bit. I have to keep them on their toes because then they're just doing memorizing of the sequence that I'm asking, and it's no longer obedience. It's too easy for them, right? And so you've got to watch for that. We get all excited because we think, oh, they know what I'm going to ask next, but it's not necessarily a good thing. So make sure you're mixing it up and keeping them on their toes, keeping them thinking and keeping them engaged so that we're draining that energy, physical and mental energy. Here are some notes about hand feeding. If you're in a rush, and you can't be hand feeding or you don't have time to dull out, you know, some obedience or fun tricks. Just feed them in the bowl, but ask something of them for their whole bowl of food. Okay. So you just ask them maybe just to come to you and calm focus behavior sitting and looking at you or ask them to do go down first. Can your dog go from standing to down? So many of us teach them sit down and stay. Can they just go from standing into a down? Of course, they kind of have to naturally sit or a lot of them can go into a down, but things to challenge you and challenge your dog as well. Don't be predictable. I've already talked about that. Don't do the same thing all the time because then it's not challenging them and it loses its effect. So keep things spicy. Feeling advanced. Keep things spicy. Keep things Just spicy. to clarify, don't actually <laughs> feed your dog spicy stuff. No, that's true. Don't do that. That was my disclaimer to cover your... Cover so people aren't saying she said to feed them. Spicy. She said feed them spicy. <laughs> yeah. no, put a bunch of Frank's Red Hot in their food, and <laughs> just results keep weren't spicy great. In the manner of training, new and fresh, right? Feeling advanced. We talked about that. You can put the measure out yes. of all of their food and Bam. ask them for what. Is- That's right. And come on. 
These husband-wife's teams, the husband-wife's teams are killing me. Delena and Farmer, Brian and Carolyn, you guys cancel each other out. You don't get, no, not to me. <laughs> you count to me. Oh, here we go. It's just her, so she just canceled out hers, but you're st- you still count. You feel better about yourself? Yes. Yes. Are you done? Yes. I'm that done. It smells really good. Uh, it's delicious. I'm not very just, happy with you. <laughs> Listen, uh, just to be clear, I'm uh, not the one that Sean. decided not there's to drink. Sean. There we go. Wait, wait, wait. How do I do it? About time. Listen. Thank you, Sean. I brought you up earlier. I'm like, where's Sean? Sean will give me the hashtag team. Sean's back. like, listen, I do this in the morning. This was confusing. These Friday nights don't work for him. He's like, reschedule. So I'll leave him up there because you need it, but I'm going to throw this up too. Oh, I didn't oh, leave him Maddox up. Maddox said Team Jeanette. Yeah. I, Thank you, Maddox. Team Maddox. Team, you tried to say, it literally said Team Matt, and you said, yeah, I saw the TTE. It can, you know, you can read it as Team Jeanette. Uh, no, you can't. Team Jeanette is the best team. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that Jenna, is true. Yeah, that's hard to compete with. Yeah, All right. Can't compete with that. Where were you? I don't know. You always uh, interrupt you me. Distract? Will you and distract me? And then you're drinking me? it old fashioned, and Gosh, I'm trying and to work. By and the way, just, it's really, really good. I love how supportive you are in my efforts to do Dry January, and you're here drinking an old fashioned that I can smell with your. Hashtag Team Matt going I, on, and all I smell is I'm doing fashion. dry January work days. <laughs> we did. You did make an yes, effort this week. I did. Two days. No. Did you do three? Yeah. Three days. Because, you know, four, whatever. Work days. My work four. days. Yeah. Because your I fourth four day was week. yesterday, oh, which yeah. is your Friday. But that's so my Friday. So four days. Okay. I'll give you that. You went three days. And I don't even think. But three. I only drink on my um, the nights that I don't have work in the morning. So. That's three nights a week. Cheers. Cheers to you. Enjoy your old fashioned. When, what? When? Thank Stop. you, Stop. She's got the cutest. She's got one of our Moyans. Do you see the picture? Yeah. All the white. One of Cornelius. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. When not to hand feed. There are some instances that you probably should not hand feed your dog. Number one, if they're on canned food. I mean, do what you want, but I would suggest not hand feeding, or if they're on a raw diet, probably not. Put gloves on. And Nancy I don't looked know. like she was on canned food when she threw up in the car today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. We took a two of our golden retriever sisters start their health testing today, so Matt took them into Vegas. To, we do OFA eye search, so we always start there, and then if they fail, they're going to go to the vet. Either way, they're either going to get spayed or we're going to continue on with health testing. So we always start with the eyes. They have to see a specialist, and then they'll go and they'll get their OFA hip radiographs. We'll look at hip dysplasia if we see signs of hip dysplasia, elbow, OFA heart, DNA. I think that's all for our golden retrievers. Anyway, so we have two yeah. starting health testing. So it's always a little... Anxious because you know yeah. they've been with us since puppies, and you just never all just like waiting to get your driver's license. You know, you get a pass, you get a fail. How's this going to change my life? I don't know where that came from, but I don't either. But, but it's kind of true, though, right? That, but no, yeah. but it's true because I never doubted a, for a second a that big, I would it's a get my driver's thing. license. I never, I didn't fail once. Except for I got when during my time. class, I passed an imaginary car, and I thought I was going to fail. You're such an idiot. Okay, that's a true story. <laughs> and For another reason not to hand feed is if your dog is ill or in pain, clearly you're not going to ask them to do things for their food. A third reason why you would not want to 
hand feed is if we are dealing with a malnourished dog, maybe you're fostering or working with the rescue and you have a malnourished dog, let's not play games with food right now. Let's, you know, provide trust and respect on feeding them first. And then later you can start adding in hand feeding and asking them to do things for their food. And if there's any disabilities or limited mobility, err on the side of caution for that, just depending, but don't enable your dog. You know, if they have, if they're missing one leg, they don't know anything different. Like you can ask them to do the same thing. They need to work and exercise just the same. They do. They I agree. They know no different. Nope. They're happy as can be. Sure. Yeah. So depends, I guess, how severe the mobility issues are. There we go. Our Is that first it? series of our three-part power series. series. Three things series. 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 I know, serious. No. This was this was a very serious, serious series. It's a very it was serious, a serious, powerful series. series. Part one, the power of hand feeding. Three things. I was supposed to say hand feeding. The power of hand feeding. Three things all dog owners should do See, with their dog. Yeah, I saw that again. Next Friday at five o'clock, mm-hmm. we will uncover the second thing all dog owners should do. The power of you have to find out. Yeah, to find out. See, I almost, I almost ruined that. I almost said it out loud. You don't even know. He doesn't even. I almost said it. That's why I could lead us right in, and I knew you wouldn't say anything because you don't know. I do too, though. Do you want me to throw it? No, I'll give it away right now. You ready? You challenged me. Here it is. No, I'm not going to say it. Okay, I don't ruin your show. You don't know it. (laughs) Oh boy. But I will tell you this. But I will tell you this. Friday, if you posed it to them. They would oh, know. Now nah, stop. We're not going to say if you get it or not, but you can try. Yeah. Next uh, week, I will make a double. That's right, Mallory. Next <laughs> week, double. And then week three, you make it a triple because it's our third part. She said doo-doo. What? Melissa said doo-doo. Do you know? Yes. Who said doo-doo? Doo-doo. Did I say doo-doo again? No. Oh. Melissa did. Oh, She yes. said doo-doo. Yes. <laughs> did and you I, say doo-doo? No, I don't think. Did I? If you did and I missed it, shame on me because yeah, I don't true. miss that. That's true. All right. Mm. So we've enlightened everyone. No, but you have a question for him. Oh, what? what's your question? question? I don't know. No. Remember? No. You said I can't wait to ask everybody. What's going to be the next two classes? No. Is that what we're talking no, about? you had a question for everybody. I don't remember having a question. Doo-doo. I he said doo. Wait, I said doo doo. Melissa got you. I said doo doo. Uh oh. Shoot, I can't even think of when I said it. How long? It, oh, the dreaded questions on the waiting oh, list. Oh, for many. Up to two years. It's complicated. There are lots of variables we cannot control. <laughs> Essentially, people pay their deposit and get in line. But when a we have a litter and we have puppies, we just start at the front of the line and ask people, do you want to be on this litter? And they can pass. Some of them, the timing may not work. They're waiting for a specific mom. They're waiting for a specific time, a specific color, and they'll pass. So we've gone through an entire year wait list, which should have taken us a year. We've gone through it in three months. And so based on how many people we have on the wait list now and how many we have scheduled, averaging how many puppies they should have in a litter, it could take a year. We have a year full so it would put us into two years. So we're worst case scenario. We're giving people worst case scenario, but we literally just went through our F1 standard list too. 
the person that just got a puppy is like, I just paid my deposit like three weeks ago. I'm like, I know. It's kind of amazing. So I always tell people, always be ready. But I don't know what people will do in front of you in line. So it's the best I can say. That's all I got. So what's the takeaway from that? Pay your deposit. <laughs> just get on the list. Be ready to wait for over a year, but be ready, be ready for three for, weeks from now. Yeah. Sometimes ah, it's, a, makes it's sense. a short notice because people pull off last minute. We're like, hey, that puppy's going home in a week. Are you ready? And then a lot of people say no. Like we need more than a week to prepare. And so then we cruise Brian's. through the list. How long is the wait for an F1 standard? I would say six months to a year. Could be shorter. We may go through the whole list with the litter we have out there right now, Pam's. So it could be a couple weeks. Huh. I know. Amazing. It's amazing. It's crazy. It's a complicated system, but it really <sighs> does work. And it makes sure nobody gets out of line or missed, which happened and before it, in our, with our previous And more way. importantly, it makes sure that everybody gets exactly what they, they want. want. And the puppies I mean, if they're not going to get what they want, then someone so, else gets exactly what they want. Yeah. And the puppies get the home they deserve by yes. our very careful Ooh, puppy value. There's a good so. one. Doodles. We have bred her. We <laughs> just have to wait to see. Thirty days to confirm pregnancy. We do have twenty some people on that list as well. But again, by the time we reach out to them, they could be like, "We bought one from somewhere else," or "We're having a baby now," or "We're moving." Refrigerator broke. That doesn't yeah. happen. No. Refrigerators we don't. Went five work. weeks without a refrigerator. And house. by the way, and we it's got still not fixed. It's just started working again. We I got literally. Okay, go ahead. Thanksgiving and Christmas off. with no refrigerator. Yeah. Yes. Thanksgiving and Christmas with no refrigerator. Okay. Then they finally come and they plug it in. Lo and behold, the damn thing starts working. Like they literally like, um, ma'am, your fridge is working. I'm like, well, right now it is, but I'm telling you, we'll just shut off if that's what it keeps doing. Yeah. And it we, all started with that one phone call where they said, ma'am, is your refrigerator, refrigerator running? running? Don't shut the door. No. And I had to keep- <laughs> Well, you better go catch it. Yeah. But you answered no. As a matter of fact, it's right. not. <laughs> well, I've had to evacuate oh. all my food several times because it will just, now we have food in there now. So I'm just waiting for it just to not. Who else work. remembers that phone call prank? Oh, back in the day when you. Oh my gosh. The rotary dial, right? Yeah. Do that again. No. Yeah. We had a rotary. Yeah. 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 Better go catch it. Better go catch it. And you just had to put in just random. Numbers. You just make it up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, All right. Is that a wrap? I think that's a wrap. I think it's a wrap. There we are. I'm Janette with Flory Kennels. And I'm Matt. And we are Healing Hearts and Changing Lives Through the Power of a Dog and Changing Breeding from Bad to Badass and Taking a Pile of Amazing Breeders with us on this journey of truly disrupting the industry by stopping funding from puppy mills and pet stores and backyard breeders. Because if we can educate you on what you should demand, what you can expect from a breeder, trust me, you will buy from no other than a badass breeder. And we'll wait until my software comes out to help these amazing breeders keep organized, keep on track, keep data like we've never been able to do and print out detailed reports. Those of you, my 4E kennel clients out there, think about all we do with our puppies. Now imagine all of it being on one report from their ENS, their ESI, every day where they did in curriculum, like literally getting a report, parachute, 
tactile environment, steps and slide, neutral dog, overhead awareness, on and on and on and on and on. And then how they scored in their puppy evaluation, what they scored, what that means, their a little chart for their daily weights, everything. Imagine getting that report on your puppy when you take them home. The amount of information and data. You're going to have more information than you have you get from the hospital with a that's right. Human baby. That's right. And then all their vet clearance information, their microchip information, their deworming protocol, every the food they're eating, how much they're eating, everything on one document. I am so excited for this software to come out because it truly will transform the way breeding is done and it truly will transform the way buying is done. And we will see reduced numbers in shelters. Mark my words. Consider it marked. Consider it marked because it is coming. And we are selling over a hundred books a week right now. Readers are talking about it. The buzz is escalating and the software is a hundred times better, but yeah, like it's, it's all functional and you type everything in and automated stuff comes up from evaluations to medication, to dosage, to weight charts, to how do I do ENS? Ah, there's going to be a video of me doing it. I still have to do all those. I know. I'm totally dragging my feet. I've got so many videos to make for the software or a document to download. So I'm trying to give all the tools. But I'm going to spice it up by being in the background drinking an old-fashioned. Oh, good Lord. Somebody help me. Somebody help me. We'll get there. It's going to be a challenge, but I think I can drink that many old-fashions. You probably can. Good night, guys. (laughs) Good night, everybody. See you next Friday night, same time here. We'll tackle... Number two of our power Which series. is? Two of three oh, things. Yeah, three things every dog owner should do with their puppy, with their teenage dog, with their older dog, with their with new their dog. 15-year-old kids. It's going to be great. That's right. <laughs> Good night. Good night, everybody.